Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys Talking Ted Lasso, Season 3, Episode 2, entitled I Don't Want to Go to Chelsea. On today's episode, we discuss Trent Krim, formerly of The Independent. He's back, but loose lips sink ships, slash gets Roy's head straight through your skull, apparently. (laughs) We get the harrowing origin story of Rebecca and Rupert that is one of persistence and borderline stalking. And Richmond's got a new superstar added to its ranks which I'm sure will be totally cool and no one will feel bad about it. That and more on this week's episode of the HBO Boys Ted Lasso edition. It's banter. Get it? It's banter. I got it. As the Ted Lasso started this week, yeah, the Mumford and Sons song happening. Great song. Yeah, great song. Just heard it. Mumford and all of his sons in the news because he was just at the Las Vegas Taylor Swift concert doing a bit of a duet because they have a song together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Taylor Swift is doing like one song every night of the tour that she doesn't do any other nights. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's uh, not for not for Sammy. Sam uh, (laughs) is actively trying not to learn things about the show. So every time she sees that that one song of the night happened it just takes that song out of the pool of songs that it's possible for her to see so it's a lot of like fuck <laughs> like it's a lot I of think like, it's uh no! i think it's like she's overthinking it a little bit maybe it's not overthinking but, I mean, you do you it's, you do it's you. taking the information at hand that that song's <laughs> not gonna be when she's there in foxborough and on some date in the future and she's sad about it so i feel like that's just using the information at hand and being sad about it no i mean about like going to the concert in general just like go it will be the happiest day of her (laughs) life by far any day with me not even close (laughs) so this episode was good hey uh, i think this is important so uh you were in new york city this week uh sure was the big papple and you were you were you were eating and drinking your way through the city and you Mm. were having a grand old time but we weren't able to make a ted lasso episode last week so we're catching up this week and then we're also going to do one on thursday of this week after uh the third episode comes out so they should start coming out fridays yeah yeah i mean if if all goes well potentially even thursday evenings thursday evenings eastern standard time united states right because that's where we are in the world yes yeah but this episode was good we had uh, a few storylines coming in and out uh the main storyline being that a new superstar is on the market and everybody feels differently about that mm, yes zava zava a living and legend everyone's like everyone's like creaming their pants they're creaming <laughs> about about zava creams and, happening uh, yeah even though he's like a self-centered douchebag, like sure. he wins games, as yes. Roy Kent said. This is based off of, well, I mean, this trope isn't really a trope. It's a thing that happens in real sports, too. Zava is specifically based off of a, a real dude. His yeah. name is Zlatan, and he talks about himself in the third person and is like Terrible. a cartoon character. I uh, hate that. But it's very good 
at European slash the rest of the world football. Uh, he, he's a world-class striker who is perhaps not in his prime anymore, but still pretty good. Uh, and he's as well known as a very good football player and also completely toxic and team ruining because everybody <laughs> terrible, terrible hates person. Him. He's been on what they say 14 teams in 15 years. Yes, I think, with I think championships in his wake. Which is, I mean, that's awesome. But like, <laughs> uh, this is uh, going to throw a wrench in the Ted Lasso machine that right. is AFC Richmond. Yes, a machine that thrives and is fueled by positivity. It is going to, uh, it's uh, some negativity is afoot. And yeah. uh, we have a character in Jamie Tart who has recently come around, sort of a full redemption arc that is going to be tested for sure because. Because he is sort of the de facto captain or actual is he the actual just captain he might be i thought mcadoo was yeah but jamie tart's kind of the captain you know yeah he's, he's the definitely leader. like the yeah yeah he's he was always like the one that the dudes always followed i mean they followed him specifically in the middle of the game with chelsea where he pitched a new way to go in fact this episode sort of buries the lead where they draw chelsea at the end of it yeah which is insane yeah that would be like the Savannah Bananas, uh, just like a, a team that's not supposed to be very good at anything, tying the New York Yankees. Yeah, right. Right. But yeah, but then Jamie again, you know, AFC Richmond was a Premier League team in the past. You know, they got relegated because, you know, t- team turmoil, right? I mean, we found that out yeah. season one team turmoil and um they are back and strong and willing to fight <laughs> yes zava yeah, is going you know. to make them better kind of like maybe <laughs> during the match perhaps but there's obviously going to be issues there uh, i would also argue it's sort of the most or actually least interesting storyline to me which one the, Z- the zava one yeah it's sort of just like there to again throw a wrench in the positivity wagon sure, and yeah. uh and just chop one of the legs out of it because wagons have legs and um <laughs> they have leaf springs yeah it's there so that jamie has anything to do this season it kind of feels like yeah it, it does feel like it's it, he's not a super fan of him although he's he probably knows that he's a damn good football player but yeah, i think it's going to get in the way of his um vibe his his personal brand if we will yeah and i also think it's going to come down to a conversation maybe at the end i don't know if they're going to try to redeem zava or not but i assume jamie tart's going to be like you're like my hero like i I play this game because of you and now meeting your hero in this instance, uh, much like real life, a lot of the time meeting your hero is not a, a thing you actually should do because maybe yeah, they never suck. Go, never goes well. Yeah. Roy is also going to hate Zava. Oh, yeah. He even said it. He's like, he's an asshole, but he wins games. Yeah. And that will only go so far, especially because Roy is sort of a convert as well to Mm. the Ted Lasso way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely lightening up this season, Uh, even though they're him and Keely have just recently broken up or he broke up with her. He makes that very clear in this episode. And that's one thing I really loved about this episode was the consistent like team outreach to Roy saying like, hey, we're here to support you, brother, Uh, like giving them teddy bears and stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, and Which balloons, funny. balloons to to pop while uh, while Trent Krim, formerly of the Independent, is in the same room as he is. <laughs> yes, I also like that Isaac, based on kinesics, looked over at Keely and Roy and was like, "They broke up." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I use body language. <laughs> does he have a... He doesn't have an accent. Well, no, no, he does. J- Jamie, he has Jamie an, took okay, that. Okay, I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> are you just applying a, a... He has obviously an English accent, but... Yeah, he's he's more bruv. Hey, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, the, she, she's cross-armed, looking away from him. Uh, Roy's not looking at her. They broke up, bruv. <laughs> you did <laughs> not say one word, I think. I think you just mumbled, and then at the end of that, we're like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's that's most uh, very thick British accent people to me. <laughs> I'm going to get into the rest of the storylines because uh, a yeah. few of them are, I think, obviously more interesting than the Zava one. What sure. I want to do point out, though, is Ted's kind of getting lost in the mix. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I don't think I like that. The name I, of the I, show is his name. Yeah, I think we'll see a, a resurgence episode three once Zava is now on the team and Ted Lasso has to like take control of that situation with a new player in the team, uh, a new guy in the locker room that has to control his ego, maybe. Um, so I feel like we'll see him probably pretty soon. Uh, you know, you were right, though. He did take a little bit of a backseat the first two episodes, really. Zava, by the way, wasn't starting this episode going to AFC Richmond. In fact, most of the episode is Rebecca trying to figure out how to get him to come to AFC Richmond over uh, Chelsea, where he said he was going to go, which is why he was at that game particularly. But Mm. then Rupert trying to get Zava to come to West Ham, which then leads us to the Rupert Rebecca origin story. And which is very sweet, but also, like you said, very, very stalkery. Yeah. Put yourself anyone else in that uh, position where he went to the same bar every night for six months. And, Mm. you know, obviously, Rebecca liked him because she didn't call the cops, which is what you do in the other situation. Right. (laughs) But yeah, uh, she says, you know, Rupert made me feel wanted. He made me feel chosen. And he's going to make Zava feel the same way. He's going to West Ham. I just know it. Yeah. And then perhaps through hubris, uh, just a basic overextension, she runs into a a, a bathroom and yells at Zava that I he'll never that be scene. great. Uh, yeah, uh, it's reverse psychology, it. man. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Exactly. It's saying you are chicken shit for just going with a team you know is going to win. Uh, that's top of the league anyway. Um, why don't you prove your worth? You know, I, and, and she didn't even say like we want you on our team. She just said you have to prove yourself because even you think you might be slipping yes which also echoes uh, american sports in many ways it's like Mm. lebron james making a super team in miami and people not giving (laughs) him the credit for those championships uh and also by the way it echoes kyrie irving another basketball player basketball who (laughs) basketball which is i believe how you say that the name of the sport it's basketball it's basketball Uh, he is a kind of a Zlatan, kind of a, a Zava. He's one of the best basketball, pl- I'm sorry, basketball players in the world. <laughs> there you go. But everybody hates him. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, and it's like saying to LeBron James, okay, sure, but go to the Detroit Pistons and win, you coward. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like that uh, echoes a little bit of uh, Tom Brady's 
uh, most recent reign of the Buccaneers. Like he he went to another team that wasn't a contender and brought him a Super Bowl. You yeah, know, but he <laughs> like, also brought them Rob Gronkowski yeah, and he brought true. people chasing rings who came along with him, which doesn't seem to be happening in the case of Zava. Right? Yeah, he's no, just no, coming no. alone. And yeah, they have like one superstar on the team, which is Jamie Tart, who could be playing at Chelsea or Arsenal or or Man U, any any of the sure. the Premier League Premier team. Uh, but yeah, Zava's going to have to try to pull them up by his own bootstraps while also not destroying the locker room, which he is obviously going to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see some uh, tumultuous uh, conversations, probably. I honestly hope it doesn't make them. I, I think it's going to have to destroy them from the inside out, and that <sighs> will lead them, as we were talking last week, where I predicted that it will be West Ham and AFC Richmond at the end of the season, the Premier League season that they're in, yeah. uh, fighting for last place to see who gets relegated. I, I don't think Zava coming in and making them so good that the storyline is they're f- like fighting for the Premier League championship at the end of the year. I don't want Ooh. that. I don't want that either. That feels too forced. Yeah, exactly. I hope I hope that's not the case. We also have through this episode, uh, Roy is mad at Trent Krim and we don't know why. Yeah. He tells the whole team to don't talk in front of this prick. Don't talk in front of this prick. And they follow him. They they don't. Every time Trent's walking through the lobby, not talking. Anytime he goes into his office, who he now shares with Roy, Roy does not talk. Yeah, he just a la a decision him. by Ted Lasso, which is very funny. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, but one, I, I like Trent. By I the like way, Trent. me too. I, I think if Trent Krim comes on screen and you're not excited, you're not watching Ted Lasso the right way. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. Also, I think your impersonation of Roy Kent was yes, oh, yes, baby. Wow. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I love it. You're good at everything you try, and I appreciate <laughs> it. This is my Roy Kent impersonation. Good. Oi! <laughs> Is that good? Did you like it? What the fuck was that? Uh, I'm not good at impersonations, which was the point of me trying. Oi! Oi! Is that good? Tart! Tart! And then he screams at the end of the episode, Crim! Yeah. And uh, if you're listening to this in a car, Adam just blew out your speakers, which is pretty sweet. (laughs) And... Weirdly, I think my favorite storyline is the Keeley storyline. Yeah, it kind of came out of left field. With her CFO, while her CFO is basically telling her that in a roundabout way, hey, you're you're kind of doing stupid stuff <laughs> yeah. and you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but is it stupid, though? Like, she's trying to build a workplace environment that is inclusive and fun and relaxing. But these people are so not used to that. And they're just stuck in their old ways, which is like the demise of so many businesses. We've always done it this way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not going to last that long if you keep doing it that way. We also, though, saw Keely in a position of power on a set, and she was kind of getting rolled over when she was supposed to be the one in charge. She was easily being pushed to the side for other people's creative decisions, which I I like that she then runs into her old friend. Uh, I think her name is Shayna, right? Shayna. 
no, it was, um, wait, wait, I just had it up. It's Shandy, baby. Shandy. I really love me Adele's summer Shandy. Anyway. Adele? uh, uh, I mean, uh, rolling in the deep of uh, Blackout, maybe. Don't even, let's not even get this. I'm a huge Adele fan. I... She can roll in my deep any day. Okay. I'm definitely not the first one to make that very bad joke. Anyway, I'm gonna move I'm gonna move on now. Uh yeah, the confrontation between Keely, who needs some help. Like she has all the moxie and gumption that is required to succeed, but she doesn't have all the information at hand, and she also doesn't have the full-fledged personality to not be run over on that set when she wants her ideas on screen or right. Like, right, it, right. So Shandy perhaps will come in and be the Matt Stone to Keeley's Trey Parker, right? Ooh. Where yeah, where like one of them is better in business dealings and one of them will fight you on shit while the other is sort of the creative engine that is keeping the place going. So that's I cool. I like that analogy. Hey, thanks. But uh <laughs> It's just good. But also the CFO is there at the same time being like, okay, so you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Brought in a second person who also doesn't know what they're doing. But she said it in a very bitchy way. Yeah. She's a little bitchy. A little bit, which then leads to a confrontation between Keely and the CFO where Keely goes into the CFO's office and is like, listen, man, this is my thing to bomb. If it's going to bomb, it's going (laughs) to bomb because of me. And you have to just trust me. At which point she looks to her right and sees a bunch of snow globes and she's like, yeah, do you collect snow globes? Sick. (laughs) Weirdo. No, (laughs) no, I love that stuff, man. I have a weird place in my heart, uh, a warm, weird, fuzzy place for people who collect weird shit. No, I I agree with you, but I was just (laughs) making a joke. (laughs) I got you. And it was yeah, a good yeah. joke. No, and I, 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 I liked it. <laughs> I, th- I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no, I I, um, I am in the same vein as you. And I, I find myself collecting little trinkety things, too. So I, I can relate. Except I'm point, not a bitch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressive. I, yeah, at this point, I'm collecting Frisbees, cigars. Yeah, <laughs> sure. All the things that I like. <laughs> yeah. But also, when I saw a collection of snow globes, I was like, I could have a collection of snow globes. Those look so cool. <laughs> yeah, I can have an entire shelf dedicated to tiny snow globes. I just like how there are insular worlds, Adam, that mm, mm-hmm. us as gods can then. But the only one that matters is the one from a Santa Claus. Well, that one shows Charlie where Santa is. So, yes, yes very important. Uh, although I like it, that one. You know what? It doesn't. It actually doesn't, though, because <laughs> he the Santa goes by and he was yeah. like, I know Santa's in Cincinnati. I was like, that information was not given to you. It was this sort of some sort of snow globe telepathy that happened just now because I'm a little lost. Bernie didn't explain this. Well, Der- David Car- Kermholtz is Bernie did not. <laughs> explain this well enough bernard yeah yeah. i um i I just love the idea that when she he shakes the snow globe he scott calvin comes back his dad comes back uh to see him and he shook it 10 minutes after he left in the first movie yeah just like dude i'm trying to fucking santa here jesus christmas night yeah how dare you You don't think I'm busy right now? Such like a I have selfish son. Yeah, what a dick. I have to get to the whole world. Stop shaking that thing and go to bed. <laughs> but I like her Amsterdam one. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, I really enjoyed that conversation. I, I read a thing that called uh, that storyline boring, which is weird. No. I don't know. I think the Zava storyline is a little boring until it ramps yes. up and Jamie it's Tart gets into it. because it's expected. It's yeah. expected to have some sort of conflict with a team and a, or a player. Like, we're expecting that. But it's nice to have this offshoot of a character we've grown to very much like in Keeley and kind of her adventure out, even though the show is called Ted Lasso. Um, which is probably why people didn't like that storyline. You know, I said last week that Keely was sort of getting lost in the sauce. And yeah. now with this storyline, that's the opposite of the case for me. And uh, one more thing I'll bring up is that uh, Jamie Tart through Kinesics uh, also figured out or it was told to him that Keely and Roy broke up. I really mm. enjoyed the conversation between Jamie and Roy where Jamie goes yes. to hug him and Roy's like, too quick, too quick, baby. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Just trying to comfort you, bro. <laughs> or whatever the fuck he says. I can't Is do it. Jamie Tart in the he's room weird, with us, dude? He's, he's, he's got a weird voice cadence. Yeah. Uh, and Poopa. you. Poopa. And he's a man of many voices. You are, Adam. Oh, wow. <laughs> My God. Let us bask in the glory that is your talent. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> this is us basking, dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel basked. Do you feel basked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the word basked. I, I've basked. said it now. The K it's, is too hard in it. And yeah, to try and say it. Basked. 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 Why? I want to put so many more syllables in that. Basketed. Basketed. Now that's a better word. That's a beautiful word. I'm going to see what where where I am a weaver of voices. You are a master of words. Sure. I'm going to take basked out of my lexicon. It wasn't barely there before. And Baskatoon is in. I've subbed it out. Baskatoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am continually Baskatooning in your. Oh, my God. in, 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 In how. Anyway. Maybe you're not a weaver of words. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, the weave just burned. I, I lit the weave on fire and uh, with your with your jet lighter. Yeah, with my jet lighter that I have many of because I yeah. collect them because I like cigars, as previously mentioned. The world goes round once more. Here we are, and we've all found ourselves within this place where you're still listening to this. I, I assume against your will. <laughs> I should hope not, but uh, if it is, thank you, hostager. Yeah, uh, I a joke I really liked this episode is where uh, someone says the office to Ted and he's like, well, that is not in England. It's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> and then he calls uh, the Ricky Gervais version a pre-make, which is a very good joke. The pre-make. <laughs> This is such a smartly written show. It really is. And uh, God, I my favorite uh, my favorite line also in this one is, well, Clamato Clamato. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Which, by the way, we talked about Clamatos a little bit in yeah, we, yep. a recent podcast because we talked about them in the Outer Range podcast that we did. If you watch <laughs> Outer Range on the Amazons, uh, you can go listen to us talk about Clamatos for like 20 minutes. It's real solid. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I, I remember reading up a uh, a tasting note of Clamato, and it's and it said it was like it tastes like V eight juice if it was left open in a fish truck. And I'm like, oh. that's that's gross. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like V eight to begin with. So that's just making yeah. it much worse. <laughs> it is worse. a texture. It's a texture thing. It's a texture thing. Yeah. I um. 
I don't think the sentence, like there's no sentence in the English language that can be more interesting slash more boring than it's a texture thing. Yeah. (laughs) Because sometimes you hear it and you're like, it is a texture thing. It really is. You're right. And other times you're like, (laughs) the texture of an orange, that's your deal with, that's your problem with it. I think you just don't. like cheesecake. You just don't like Like citrus, you dick. Like my dad, he's not, he doesn't like cheesecake because of the texture. Because it's soft? No, it's like got a, I don't know, it's it's that, it's that like chunky-ish kind of curded milk texture maybe. What kind of cheesecakes is this guy eating? I don't know. Pops, you gotta let us know. Pops, what are we doing here? Get smoother (laughs) cheesecake. I guess. <laughs> to be fair, he also is just not a big cheese person. He doesn't. He doesn't like cheese. We have to move on from this. I am verklempt. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Well, there I, you go. There, you're you're back on top. Yeah. There's a word, baby. I use that word all the time. I'm, I know I, you do. Listen, I respect your father, but I, he must. You should get other cheesecake. Try it. Out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just. No, that's not even true. I'm not really a big cheesecake guy to begin with. I went to a specific place this weekend to get tres leches because mm, uh, we yes. went to a restaurant on Friday and there was supposed to be tres leches there based on the online menu. And then when we got there, it wasn't. And uh, dread. Um, <laughs> sadness tears the, the face you made when the waitress came over and you were like so I saw that there was a trace lay chase online do you happen to have that this evening and she was like oh no and you were just like okay okay <laughs> like, just, okay you, you have died I died inside yeah <laughs> and you wanted to go home I you wanted to not be there anymore <laughs> anyway can I please have five drinks <laughs> Just keep bringing them. Oh, God. It was good, though. Yeah. And the Trace Leches I eventually got was good as well. So Mm -hmm. the world is whole once more. We are whole. Anyway, um, Ted Lasso. Yeah. (laughs) We've definitely veered off off steam here a little bit, but that's okay. You can't veer off steam, baby. So, you know, we're veering off steam. (laughs) Yeah, we're veered off it. So at the end, we finally get the origin story as well of why Roy Kent does not like Trent Krim. Apparently, understandably, too. 100%. Trent Krim wrote something that was negative about him, just kind of clickbaity bullshit when uh, Roy was 17 years old that Roy apparently took hard enough that he keeps it in his wallet. And I like this a lot because there was a adversarial nature between Roy and Trent Krim in the first season that we really didn't get uh, an explanation for. And now that all really makes sense. And also, it leads to a conversation where Roy talks about the moment he was at Chelsea and realized he really couldn't play in the Premier League anymore. He he was just sort of past his prime. He was, yeah, he was questioning himself. And decided to go back to AFC Richmond and then kind of with retrospect now thinks, well, maybe I should have just stayed and have a good time. Like it's it's not healthy for me that I, when I'm not performing at my best, I can't have fun. Yeah. And and that is one of my major flaws as a person. And But I could only really come up with that with time in between it happening and now. And uh, your thing you said to me at 17 years old is a huge part of that complex. So I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they were very similar in, in the same regards uh, during that time. You know, Trent was a young, uh, hungry writer trying to make a name for himself, trying to be edgy. Um, and he was doing things at the expense of others, you know, and uh, uh, they both were kind of 
in the same vein in a lot of different ways. And uh, they finally kind of squashed that beef. And mm. um, in true Roy fashion, he continued to call him a prick. Yes. Uh, while Ted also Carl uh, calls Trent Crim sport. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, we're in the sauce, baby. Uh, yeah. Perhaps a little lost in it here or there. Uh, there it might be some HR issues as uh, Rebecca went to go uh, yell at a man who was actively peeing. Uh, but, you know. But, you know, she didn't look down. No. She kept eye contact. Oh, I thought you meant metaphorically. She, she oh. did. No? No, she. No, I meant she didn't look at his penis. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Okay. Go join our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. For one or more dollar a month, you get bonus content. We do banter every week. You get to listen to that, and you get to join the Discord, where you can talk to us at all times, unless I'm asleep, in which case I will not be, I don't respond, because I'm unconscious. <laughs> But he will get to you eventually, and um, oftentimes it's the next day. Sure, sure. This would be a good time for you to read our patrons. Yeah, so our patrons, thank you. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you again for the money that you are giving. Please, anyone new subscribing, I urge you to subscribe to the Atom tier. It's You get a bunch of good goodies and just, I mean, it's really just subscribing to my name, which is kind of cool, and I appreciate you. Yep, that's $3 a month and completely worth it. Adam will come to your house and just like sing you lullabies. It's pretty sweet. I'll sing you a song, Piano Man. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're going to be going to Thursday night slash Friday mornings for this show. Succession has started. So uh, I watched that last night and mm. it was great. Real quick, how was it? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, was how so was good. it? It was so good. Okay. Okay. It's, it's best. Right. I watched that. I watched Yellow Jackets. Perry oh, Mason. I got to watch that. Got to watch Yellow Jackets. Perry Mason is so good this new season. People should be, if you don't watch Perry Mason, do that as well. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's so so good so <laughs> shows about all of that upcoming as well as the stalwart podcast uh, of Ted Lasso over the next few weeks and so yeah should be pretty <laughs> pretty sweet dude. I'm excited about it I gotta watch Yellow Jackets so we can do a mid and post season cover uh, of that and then you and Justin are doing succession have you guys picked a day yet oh yeah we're recording tomorrow so it should be out later this week let's go let us go and <laughs> so so um ted lasso baby yeah my yeah. oh i thought you were oh no i wanted you to keep going oh i don't know the words sick 